All right. Welcome to another episode of Something for the People. This is your boy B Hunt, aka the Silent Prophet, along with my co-host Big Country. What's good, people? Time nice for your viewing pleasure. We got the great DK. Good, Time nice. So, how y'all day been going? It's been good. Just been working, trying to set things up for my mom's party, all that kind of stuff. She has her half birthday today. If you don't understand, because her birthday's in December. Uh-huh. It's December 15th, so one of the issues is she could really never have parties because it's close to around Christmas, you know, friends and all that stuff. They want to go kick it with their family and all that kind of stuff. Right. So she was like, well, I'm going to have her birthday in July. You know what? It's my, my son's birthday is in December. I'm going I'm to I'm th- start throwing him a half birthday. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, because you're like, hold up. Man, that's like when your birthday is close around another holiday, you know, people try to mash it all in there. It's right. like, hold up, I want my day just like everybody else got their day. I understand equality. I did. Like I said, I'm going to a, I'm a mention it to my wife, see if we gonna, we going to move in that direction. Because, like, you know, I don't want my kids be getting half right now. You know? like, oh, I get screwed over because my birthday's around another holiday. Yeah. That's just like it. My son's birthday is January 1st. Uh-huh. So if I was that type of parent, and you know old school parents love to do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, oh, your birthday around Christmas? Man, you're going to get that Christmas present. That's your birthday present, too. Yeah, you a little extra. It's like, just about that. It's like, hold up, I ain't get the party. I ain't get all the other stuff everybody else got. So it's like, man. Yeah, I, I feel that. How about you, fam? Uh, I mean, I feel that that's... Um... It's like Kimber, my oldest daughter. Her birthday was July third, so she can never really have a party with all her friends that was at anybody gone on the fourth. You know yeah. what I mean? So I kind of switched with her this year. So she took my birthday, which is like June twenty eighth, mm-hmm. that weekend before it worked out. But yeah, I can see where that could be a little. T- it makes sense. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think about the show. All right. Outside of that, let's jump into these topics, gentlemen. All right, for shooting breeze today, we have how can couples avoid weaponization of sex, finance, and gender roles while promoting a healthy home life? How can they avoid it? You can't avoid it. I'm sorry. <laughs> One of them topics don't come up. Uh, and that's just the honest truth is at some point in time, you're going to have to deal with finances. You're going to have to deal with sex because... What y'all used to do, unless y'all were just super freaky in the beginning, like, the more you start getting to know each other and being with each other more, hey, we're going to have to turn this faucet on up. We can't No keep, trip. Yeah, it's like, nah, we got to do a little more or maybe a little less, depending on, like, when you were in your 20s, you could wild out. Now you got kids, you got responsibilities, you can't be doing the same wild stuff you used to do. Well, in the same capacity. You can probably here and there, but you're going to have to schedule that wild out session. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, nobody won't come in. Like, I've been scarred before. Like, nobody won't come in and be like, oh, oh, mom, what what are you doing? Like, oh, oh my god. I just feel like National Geographic be showing a little graphic in it. I'm like, this is just part of life. Sometimes you just walk in on some wild stuff, man. No. Like, look, I, I'm... No, I, I was young. I was 
like probably about eight. And, you know, you walk in, you're like, oh, oh okay. And then you just walk right back out. Yeah, but it's like nobody has the conversation or says nothing about it. It's like this never took place. It the never reason, happened. The reason you don't have that conversation is because life is going to teach you eventually what just took place. So I don't necessarily feel like I need to be the one to break it to you. I, I guess so. You know, this is why you knock before you enter your parents' room. You get yeah, busting in. That was that old rule, you know, you knock before you enter. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, most people didn't realize until that one time they you messed up. You messed up. Yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't knock, and now it's like, uh... Now it's like, oh, are they looking at you, or you just like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go on right out. I ain't see nothing. I ain't see nothing. You know what I'm saying? But the reason I bring up all these different things is because at some point in time, you're gonna have to deal with, you're gonna have to discuss, and we're all creatures of habit. We want win. Right. Like nobody likes to lose. So it's like. If I feel I'm doing more than you, it's like I got more leverage than you. I will bring up more things than you because I'm like, oh, well, I'm winning. Even though in a relationship, that's not how it's supposed to work. That doesn't actually work for anyone's benefit. But you get to a point where it's like, hey, okay, finances. If you're making all the money and you're paying most of or all the bills, Things like that. A lot of times, us as men will be like, I got way more say so than you because this don't run without me. Right. I Part of that, I feel like, because I was watching this little episode on Netflix talk about, you know, how to get your, get your rich life, right? And it's this guy on there. He was like, hey, bro, before we got married, I was an electrical engineer. I was making all kinds of money. I didn't have to do, you know, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he they had two kids, and because at the time she was making more money at her job, right. he said, I'm going to stay at home. I'll be a stay-at-home dad for this. As soon as he did that, mm-hmm. all your purchases, I need to know what you buy when you buy it. And the majority of the time, she's giving him no on everything. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I didn't sacrifice my power and finance to, to, to inherit a tyrant and a dictator. Like, yeah. So... I just feel like because men have been in this space so long where, you know, I'm typically getting, right? Like, yeah. I get my check, I'm going to get it. My daughter needs something, you got it. My wife needs something, you ain't really got to ask me about it. I prefer you just go get it and then, because it's going to take more time for us to have this conversation than it is you just go buy it and then I'll make it up on the back end. I'm good. Yeah. But when you start... Being with the new dynamic we got, everybody can get a check. Everybody can get the money. And I'm not in any way talking against that. Like, yeah, go get your bread. Go get your money. Get paid. It's just once you and your spouse sit down at the table and dictate how we going to move. I'm going to stay at home. You're going to make the bank. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to assume that gender role that men used to carry. So we, got, we seasoned in the game. So it's like, I'm not really finna be concerned about this type of money. I just know either I'm gonna make more or I need to set strict boundaries. This is the budget. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with Yeah. And I think that the fact that boundaries need to be set, you know, don't, you have to set the boundaries, but 
there's like a competitive edge in there also. With, even within the relationship, I feel like I feel like if I'm making more, then yeah, I do have more of a say so. But it's the it's always gonna be when the when the table turn, when the roles change, it's like damn, you know what I mean? Like, can I accept this and then accept what comes with taking a lesser role, so to speak, especially as a man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like as a man, we don't, I can't take the lesser role because when I take the lesser role, now I feel like you just put on my neck a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, so. Like, it, it gets to that point where I know there's a lot of ladies that say men can't take the back seat, mm. but I think men can take the back seat. It just depends on how you move in the front seat because, okay, hear me out. I'm going to hear you out. Okay. What I mean by that is if you, what you are actually doing is in the best interest of the family, I can't have an issue with it. But I've seen a lot of times as a man, you have, I'm not saying all men because I never deal in all absolutes. Right. But what I'm saying, a lot of times when men make money, they make money for their family. When a lot of ladies make money, it's like, I make money for me, and it trickles down to the family. Right. And what I'm saying is, as a dude, it don't trickle down for me. It's like, when I make this money, it goes directly to this family. There's no, oh, well, I'm going to take care of what I need, and then, oh, everybody else gets theirs off of once I've gotten what I needed. Right. But a lot of times I've seen, I'm like, it's... If I'm wrong, I would like somebody to correct me on the right way about it. But a lot of times, as a dude, it's like, okay, make sure these bills and these house, this house is paid. First off, no matter what, the my family needs to have a place to stay. My family needs to have lights. They need right. to have food. They need to have these things. These are essential before anything. Then it's like, oh, do my children got clothes to wear? You may not have the best clothes, but you got clothes to wear. Mm -hmm. Do you have shoes on your feet? Like, because I would think, and I would say you're a trash man if you're looking out for yourself before you're looking out for your family's well-being. Right. But a lot of times when I've seen certain things, when the dynamic is flipped, it's like, oh, well, I take care of me, and then it kind of trickles down to the children, the husband, things like that. Right. So that's why a lot of men are like, I'm taking the lesser role and then still basically get screwed over. I go by the standard. Right. Okay. Men, if, if you said this on the last episode and previous ones, we said this, if someone wants to come to your house and it's with violent, murderous intent, mm -hmm. who are they dealing with? Oh, yeah. Damn, first. You're going to deal with it? You're going to have to get through me to get through it. So, because if we all take into account the ultimate sacrifice is life. If I'm willing to lay my life down for this family, then I, it's hard for me to take a back seat on that. It's hard for me to be like, nah, I can't, I can't go get this or I can't do that. Because most of the time, with that level of if you're willing to sacrifice that greatly for your family, it makes no sense for a dude to be like, oh, no, you can't have these shoes. Oh, no, you can't eat this food. Oh, no, you can't, you can't, you can't. Right. I'm willing to give my life. Right. 
So it's my all right. That's everything I got. That's everything I got. So that's why I'm like the the status of your family as far as whether it be financial or well-being or even the schools and the neighborhoods your kids go back, mm-hmm. that mainly reflects back on the man. Yeah. So if your family ain't doing as well, they're going to be like, well, but your father might not have a good job. Your father might be out here in the streets. Your father doing all kinds of... So if that's the case, once the roles switch, the, the problem is nobody else's perception of that household switch. Mm-hmm. The, the murderer come in the house, the man's still going to jump up and handle it. And, that, and, and don't be wrong, I, I feel like that should be the way oh, yes, Because you, you, you're more equipped to do something. Yeah. <laughs> if the kids in these shoes, it's, it's still it's still me because you're going to be like, well, I wanted to buy my high heels mm-hmm. and it was either buy me high heels and then some, what we call them bobos back in the day, when the shoes didn't got no name. Yeah. Got to get some bobos, because, you know, I'm finna go to the job. I still need to look cute, because a woman's femininity, unfortunately, plays into a, plays a portion in how far she gets up in the, you know, economic black. Like, you want to be the, the boss, well, you need to look good, too. Yeah. And that's, and like I said, that's real sexist, but I, I have to speak with honesty. I'm gonna be here talking to you. So, the better you look, typically the further you go. So, if you getting to the next position is dictated by whether you got on these high heels or these shoes over here, and and you like, well, the kids they they ain't really going, you know, they ain't doing that, and they just going to school. So now the kids got to suck. Yeah. When you start talking about manual labor jobs, who are the people in those jobs typically? Me. Yeah. So it don't a pair of work boots. I wear a pair of work boots the whole year. Oh, yeah. Dirty, scrunched up, beat up, stabbed. It don't matter. Yeah. When you see my kids though, because that's my status symbol. Yeah, yeah. yeah my kid got the jeans on. What you mean? My kid? No, they in every sport, athletic, whatever. If my kid wanted. I provide it. Right. Granted, I look like this to provide it, but I'm willing to do that in order because my status as far as financial isn't dictated by how I look unless I'm a model. Well, I'm not. So, you know, yeah. if I put in work and I look like I'm working and my kids look like I'm successful, it don't matter what I look like. I'm successful because my kids, they show you that, oh, he's putting in work. Yeah. And that's how they work. And that's why I feel like it's very difficult. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it is going to be very difficult just based on the amount of sacrifice a man ultimately has to make or the expectation of what a man has sacrificed. If I got to sacrifice my life, I'm not going to send it back. Yeah. But I was thinking of one thing because I do want to be fair to the ladies. One of the parts that is also like, you know, for men finance, making sure they have their stuff together and their family has their stuff together. I would say the woman with her house. Because I really don't hear too many people speak about, oh, that man got a dirty house. Yeah. Most times they'll be like, that's on her. Really? Like, like if the house is dirty, your woman lazy. It don't matter if she's been working, what she's been doing. If that house is dirty. Because you got to look at it like this, man. The fact that you got a house 
it's typical. Oh, that's the man. The man went to work. He bought the house, right? Yeah. That's at least how the Westernized society gender roles dictated back in the day. Mm-hmm. You go in the house. Oh, the kids do have nice shoes. She just don't put them on the kids. So the man did his job. I provided the good stuff. You just don't let them wear the good stuff. Right. If the hair ain't done, I make enough to either whether if. You need to learn how to do some hair, or you need to take it to the salon or the barbershop. Now, typically, men take it to the barbershop. So, you know, it, that's that's all back on us. But outside of the cut, yeah. the clothes, hey, I made enough money. I'm at work. I can't be out here in the store. Like, look, I'll buy it online. Put it on my baby. Like, come on. Look, look, it's your job as a man. It's if you're going by. Nuclear family type gender roles. It's your it's your job as a man to provide the good life. Yeah. yeah. And it's your wife's job to organize it and make it look like, hey, this is what it looked like. Somebody putting in work over here. Why? Because the TVs are nice, the house is clean. It's your job to present what I'm putting out. Yeah. Like you the artist. I give you the money, you make the money work. Yeah, you make the money work. Like, uh, cause if I'm if I'm gonna really make us take us to that next level, if I'm gonna be the sole provider, if I'm gonna really take us to that next level. I got it's a it's a lot of focus I got to put into this career. Cause like I said, it ain't based on what I look like; it's based on my output. Exactly. So if I'm putting in a lot of work, I really don't have enough time or, or enough like of me to allocate to these other areas in life. That's why you. Had those kids be like, well, my father, he never really came into my games. My father, he never. You got to take that with a grain of salt, because the fact that you was able to go to the game had a, mm-hmm. had a suit. To you had the pads, you had the um, cleats or whatever you needed. When Boy, you went there, you wasn't hungry. Somebody got you got food. Just the environment, you got there. I had to sacrifice. Like, just I've yet to meet a father who's like. I would hate to go to any of my kids' games or any of my kids' right. events. Yeah. It's yeah. never that I don't want to go. It's just that I know I got to sacrifice some of that seeing, some of that experience, so you can have a better experience. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, I can't, it's hard for me to take the back seat, or it's hard for men to take the back seat because we understand how levels of sacrifice. Like, I, I so, get. So when, you, so when you talk about like that, uh, the woman like taking care of the household and things like that. That's why a lot of times I think men perceive that as disrespect almost. Like when you're providing all this, you going out and you busting your tail to put this on the table and yeah. you come home and it's, it, the house ain't clean. There's no food on the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. That's why a lot of times it's like, yeah, I feel for the sisters, but I feel bro also because it's like, well, damn, you know what I mean? You can't expect this man to go out. And you know how our days are these ain't no six, eight hour days. Yeah. 10, 12, sometimes 13, 14 hour days, you be getting it. You know what I mean? So I mean I can see both sides, but as far as household and the structure goes, you know what I mean? Like you said, that's the structure that we were brought up with. That we were taught this is how it goes. The man does this, 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 this. You know what I mean? The woman takes care of this on this side. So I mean it it goes both ways, definitely, but I mean, I feel like at the end of the, at, at the end of the day, that man is doing what he needs to do, and, and it goes way past just financial. It goes emotional, spiritual. Y'all yeah. know how the household goes, right? If the household is work itself, 
You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, at the end of the day, it, it's, a, it's a structure, it's a balance that's set there for a purpose. And it, sometimes that balance is what keeps the peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as everybody's on the same page. Right. Because the big issue we have is everybody wants to be the head, but don't want the drawbacks of being the head. Because I know there's a lot of people out here that's like, I could do it just as good as the next person. But the thing is, you have to deal with the consequences. If my family falls, it's my fault. It's no, it's our fault that our family failed. No, it's my fault because I'm the head of my house. So as the head of my house, if somebody break in this house right now, I'm going to handle whether life or death comes from it. Whether I lose my life and I have to do that because that's my job. If you're not willing to actually, you can't be like, oh, I'll delegate this part to you, but then I want all this part. It's like cutting out the bad parts of something, but, oh, I want the good parts of it. It's like, no, because if Money needs to be taken care of. I guarantee these lights gonna be on. I guarantee this rent's gonna be this mortgage gonna be paid. All this other kind of stuff. Uh, I guarantee this because as the head of this household, I have to. It's not a well, maybe or possibly kind of thing like that. It's like no, this has to be done now. My children, I have to make sure my children have health care. Because, again, we know with little kids, every all the time it just seems like they get sick a lot. It's like, I got to make sure that's taken care of. Because if my children get sick, that's A, my legacy. B, it's like, I would rather die right now than have my children go through any of the stuff that I went through. I would, I would sacrifice myself for my children without question without second thought right now but that is the job of what that used to be the traditional job of a man now there's a lot of men over here trying and doing the same thing that a lot of ladies are doing oh i want the benefits part but i'm gonna cut out the actual responsibilities the accountability part the actual tasks that were delegated to you if you are biblically, it was delegated to you by God. Right. But, you know, some people take the Bible with a grain of salt now. It's like, oh, well, these things have been working for generations. You know what? I don't really like that part. Oh, that's a missive part? No, no, no. We're going to take that out. Like that right there? Oh, no, no, no. That, oh, we should be faithful and not cheat. We're going to keep that part. But that's a missive part? We're going to take that. Like, remove that part. Yeah, and before we jump to the next one, just to speak on the, the weaponization part, you gotta look at like a, it's it's almost as if it's a, a divided house, right? Yeah. So you went out, you made all this money, and you put all this stuff inside the house, right? Now you say you view it as an attack, almost. This is this is, this, and I agree with you, hundred percent. It's disrespectful if I pay for everything and bought everything to put in here. And it looked messy. Like you don't, you don't take pride. You don't respect the work I put in. You don't respect none of that. Okay, so now if you ain't doing your job, 
then at that point, you just declare war in your household. You just divided your house. Now it's like, boom. Now I got to use my resources. And typically, if you are the man who provides all of the funds, your atomic bomb is what? Removal of finance. Okay, you don't like the fact that the, the TV got a trillion channels? Okay, cut that cable off. Let me see how you live now in this house. Mm-hmm. With that okay. 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 You know what I'm saying? Oh, you need take out every couple of that? You know what? No takeout. You need to cook every meal because you need to respect the stuff I bring to you. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Then she take it as an attack on, oh, so I'm not enough? Me just being here for you? Right. Ain't, ain't, ain't everything you need? You saying that it's more than I can do? You ain't never here anyway because you always at work. Next thing you know, when you do get home or you do got a day off, the first thing that shut off is the panties. No, you know, ain't no need to go into this bedroom. We ain't doing none of that. No, I don't feel like it. I got a headache. I'm upset. I'm this, that, and the third. But I'm like, I've been dealing with people who've been mad at me all week and wanted something from me all week. Now when I got somebody who's supposed to be providing this for me, you tell me I can't have that. So now I'm living this whole life. Now I, I sacrifice everything, all my time for everybody else. Now the one moment that I ask you for is this hour, this, this 30 minutes, this, this little snippet right here. You want to tell me I got to sacrifice that too? Right. That's another time bomb. So now I got to turn back around and I got to cut most stuff off. Before eventually you got to ask yourself, how far does this war go? Before we just have to call it quits, because mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not going to go to the point where I, the sacrifice have to leak over to my kids. I'm yeah. not going up. Yeah, that's too far. That's too far. It's, it's just, that's how that break down. Oh, I'm just saying. It's, it start with a, a small act of, of disrespect. Mm-hmm. And it might not even be that. It was just maybe she just really, you got to a woman who just never was taught how to clean. Yeah. They exist nowadays. Yeah. Oh, you never learn how to cook. You never learn how to clean. clean. She don't know how to keep her home. And so she like, you asking me to do something. I'm going to have to get some books, man. I don't know what you're talking about. This is how my house looked every day. Mm -hmm. Oh, I agree with you. So before you start weaponizing, start, start, go to your partner and try to figure out, well, what's the disconnect? Because my expectations is here. But I ain't never have to do that. Well, let me get you around some people, baby, that, that do that. Mm-hmm. Let me get you home. Get you, get, get, let me bring my mom in here. I know you, you probably don't like her. Yeah. Well, let me bring her. <laughs> she can teach you what I expect. She can teach what I expect. You can at least learn how to cook my favorite dish. Just one of them. That's all I'm saying. Before you get to, I need to throw out, throw some information in that's it. <laughs> and then try to try to get what you want first. Yeah. Now, if you, like I, if you can't get that though, I'm not one to like monopoly. Invest in your property, and then if your property isn't going to bring forth what you need, the investment that you wanted, hey, maybe I should trade this property. Yeah. And, and I know that sounds messed up, but it's, it's logical. It's like, hey, okay. There's like versus boardwalk. Everybody knows boardwalk and park place are two most expensive properties. Right. If you land on there, I built these hotels. It's over. Yeah. No matter what, how much money you got, you land is over. Now, 
If you go, what's that one on Baltic? Yeah, Baltic Avenue. Yeah. I, I call it the Snooty Fox, the brown section. Yeah, the brown one, right one, <laughs> I get there. It's like, I love, man, okay, this property could do a little work, but, and, it's, yeah, it's like, it ain't going to really hit, but like, I need it to hit. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to get us that, that monopoly, that, uh, what we trying to break, do. It's not going to break. Right. So I really, I think I typically go for like the little, uh, not the sky blue, but the, the orange and the, and the, the purple. Like right green's there. where I'm at. This is like that green because it's, high, it's, it's not it's there. That's high end. I'm on high end. It's like I don't work hard yeah. to get the low. I, I I agree, but I just be like, it take a lot to build. I gotta. I might have to go to the Snooty Fox first, yeah. build that, get the vibe. We talking Monopoly. We talking Monopoly. <laughs> we talk- <laughs> but most people know Monopoly. You play the game, but Monopoly piss people off. So that's the same as relationships. Couple boys with flip. Tech. Uh, all right. Moving on. How important is your mental health and well-being as a father? And how do you maintain it? I would say your mental health should be one of the most important things as a father. Because I think for a lot of people, especially young boys and girls, you take your main cues from your father. Like, what I mean by that is, like, I never, uh, when I was young, I never noticed because, like, you know, as a young boy, you want to be around your mom a lot. Your mom give you the things you want. But, as you get older, you realize that a lot of the things that your father did, you, without you even noticing, you're doing those exact same things. Yeah. Like, if your father had good work ethic, more than likely, that rubbed off on you. If your father knew or was a mechanic, my dad didn't know how to do so much stuff. And I was like, man, I hated working with my daddy. I hated working with him. But then all of a sudden, as I got older, and I was talking to my brother the other day, I'm like changing my brakes, doing certain things, being able to work on things in my house, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, all those things just click. And I'm like, without me knowing 100%, it was like, what my dad gave me, that work ethic, that mindset that, hey, by any means necessary, we're going to get this. Right. Now, don't, I'm not saying your mom can't give you those things, but a lot of times, especially as young boys, it's like, man, I'm under my mama because, A, mama's more nurturing. B, my, uh, mama going to give me most of the things I want, and she ain't going to be as hard on me as dad. But when you realize your dad being that hard on you a lot of times actually made you a able to deal with this world made you able to move and do all those things i would so one part where you said mama's more nurturing i would like to challenge that depending on what you consider nurturing no no, by definition coaches are nurturers like football coaches they're nurturing because they're teaching you they're bringing you up in the game yeah if you go into your house and you said my father taught me how to repair my household and get Okay, well, then your father was what? Teaching you. He was a mentor. Mm-hmm. So that's nurturing. Mm-hmm. Just because it's hard nurturing doesn't mean it ain't nurturing. Mm-hmm. I got to, 
it's just on two different spectrums. Mama give you the ice cream, dad teach you how to make the money to go buy it. Yeah. Two different lessons taught two different ways. But ultimately, she just taught you if you want it, I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. He taught you if you want to go get it. Yeah. That's like I said, I, I'm a firm believer in I don't really feel like women do more nurturing than men do. Consoling, comforting, yeah. My father, I'm not going to sit back and tell you that he the most, like, gentle, loving, nurturing, hug your kiss your tight. He ain't that dude. That ain't him. Right? I'm not that dude either. You know? But if I don't walk in the house with an issue or a problem, if he can't teach me how to solve it myself, he going to go solve it. So I'm like, this nurturing, probably not. But the other stuff you said, I 100% agree. Okay. Uh, Back to I got off of yeah, oh with the, the <laughs> mental health part. Oh, mental health. All right. Now, when it comes to mental health, being that I feel like a man is the if if we looking at a, a family as a house, the foundation, the supports of it is the man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really care about the walls; they just care about the decorations you put on. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the house is there, the house was there before we needed decoration, so the house technically is more important. So if you got a guy who got, you know, like, I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling put out, I'm feeling disrespect. Like, you know, if you don't take care of the house, it don't matter how many pictures you put on the wall, the wall gonna fall down, the wall gonna fall down. Yeah. So we gonna be outside. Uh, like termites. Yeah. Oh, this house can look real nice. Let some termites get up in there. Uh, yeah. In terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First, if you wanna drop the property value of your home, let somebody look and be like, oh, you got cracks in the foundation. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's a three-story house, but you got three stories sitting on something that can't support three stories. So that's why I feel like when it comes to a mental health of a man, yeah, you probably you you really should go through the process of keeping yourself mentally stable. Right? Yeah. Like, but also I would say a lot of times we pass down certain things from father to son, from father to son, that we shouldn't, that we have to try to check. And what I mean by that is, if you knew what was wrong when your daddy did it to you, like, there's a difference between, hey, he was hard on me. That's your job as a father to be hard on yep. your children so your children will not be weak in this world. Right. But there's a difference between I'm hard on you and almost abuse. Like, okay. either whether it's mental or physical. Okay. You know, daddy whoop you. This is a different story. This is a different whooping when mama whoop you. Mama probably got limits. Like, you know what? Dad is like, nah, I'm gonna make sure you get this point. Right. I feel like my father's whooping was was like event based. It's like you stole, it's close to death. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? You talking to a girl, you know what I'm saying? You you got caught. Mm-hmm. All right, man. I gotta get you. I gotta get you something. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. You just take another man's home. Yeah. How else? You know, I've been. Yeah, he ain't that. That ain't terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. That's the idea is like, I want, uh, I wish men would actually get counseling for certain things. Like, the reason I didn't need counseling is because, honestly, 
I, psychology was my major. And then also thinking about things. I've always want, been one of those, oh, I'm going to keep thinking about it and like try to see it from different points of view. Well, because I'm like, man, my dad was hard on me on stuff. I was like, God dang, like you came in the house angry, yeah. kind of stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. Like, but as I got older and my father finally started explaining certain things uh how his dad acted, it was like, it was trauma from what his dad, like, I ain't never got whooped for Tylenol. Like, my dad was talking about, oh, you get whooped for Tylenol? Ask, for asking for Tylenol? Yes, it's like, God, dang. Yes. Yes. It's like, it's like, I can't, I can't have a headache. But, you got a headache for. it's like, <laughs> I uh, uh, understand why my dad did the things he did as I got older because I started looking at my grandfather. Then I thought about maybe that was how my grandfather dealt with the things his father did. That's still right. coming from a long line of birth. I'm talking that stuff be way down. It don't just be that's what I was thinking about. Because I was talking to my dad about his dad. I'm like, but what if I was able to talk to my grandpa about his dad? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, bro, that stuff, it just, like, when you come out trickling down, that trickles down. Sure. Yes. And mental health is so scary, especially with the black man, because typically, who do you go to when you have these thoughts? If I'm going to tell anybody, probably going to tell my girl, my yeah. wife, or this or that. Yeah. But then, they'll turn around, throw that in your face. Because. Bro, you see what I'm saying? It's almost like a catch-22. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a lose-lose situation for me right now, because if I tell you, and you get pissed or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, or you use it. Whenever you use it. That's just your ammunition. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So, but if I deal with this within myself, I'm bro. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. Just mellow out today, bro. You got too much on your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll never understand why it's so shunned upon. Like, it's so looked down upon, bro. It's like, why wouldn't you help yourself out? If that's going to help not only yourself, but your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I, mental health is one of those things where even with how much I preach about the gym, you know me, mm-hmm. bro, that's one of my main reasons I even go to the gym. Yeah. It's my mental Oh, it, mm-hmm. honestly, working out is peaceful. Bro, wait, bro, that's a zen that I, I, I've never reached it with alcohol, any yeah. type of smoking, no, nothing like that. If you want to mellow out for real, get some things off your chin, mm-hmm. to realize certain things is like, hold up, I won't be that person. Don't get me wrong, there's always somebody that's always gonna try to blame. Yeah. Oh, well, my daddy did this. So I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You and your dad are two different people. Yes, it trickles down, but it's up for you to break generational curses because I'm like, for example, I'm the first man in my family to actually graduate college and i'm like that's a great thing it's not that i have bragging rights but it's like okay so i expect my children to go far beyond that you don't have to worry about that because that curse is broken just like everybody in my family had a baby 20 or earlier i had my first child when i turned 28 
I got married when I was 29. So my son was probably about, if not a year, like a little over a year mm-hmm. when I got married to his mother. Yeah. Now, the thing is, everybody else, 18, 19, 18, 19, 18, 19, yeah. my brothers, my own, my mom, my grandmother, my dad, all everybody started having kids when they were like just getting into adulthood. So you weren't able to live real adult life like you should have that. Oh, well, hey, if I want to stay out, I could stay out. It was like you had to grow up because you made those decisions. So now I'm like, with my mental health, I'm like, I don't have to really worry about being out in the streets because I had the street life. Mm-hmm. I had the whole, oh, I'm going to go party, the whole, I'm going to go drinking. Right. Oh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go to this university, do all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, if I want to, I could go do that. But it's like, eh, been there, done that. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't have to worry about that. But uh, a lot of people's mental health is because oh, well, I didn't get to do that. I didn't get to live that kind of things like that. And I'm like, as a father, it's like, I don't ever want my son to be like, well, daddy wasn't wasn't here because daddy was too busy trying to relive being young again. Right. It was uh, was this lady on... Instagram, I forgot her name, I apologize. But I find you again, because it, it was on the it was one of them scrolls. Mm-hmm. If I find you again, I'll I put you in the, in, the, in the notes down there. She was saying that when it comes to men, men don't live through their kids. They try to help their kids live better than them. That's they, like my whole point is I got to this level. My job is to raise the, raise the bar. Mm-hmm. So if you find a, a guy, he I'm not in competition with my son. Yeah. My objective in life is to make someone better than me. So yeah. I'm not, I don't care what you do, just do it great. Right. Yeah. And she was saying the problem with the on the on the other end with the women at that point was they you talking to, about the podcast, I think it was just probably things, and she was talking about how women are more and older women are in competition with yeah. younger women. Right. Yeah. To try to I, I got yeah. trying to be. I, 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 instead of as men is like I was you I'm trying to get you to be a better version yeah you 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 2.0 yeah it's not we ain't I don't want to replay this game I want to nah you go to cheat codes fam take that go do something else like we we been here mm-hmm. so like and you said oh like you said as well that trickle down effect I grandfather well great grandfather was a, was a was a bad man when it came to the kids, he ain't got time for no kids. I'm, if you get on my nerves, you're getting beat down on sight. Yeah. And the list goes on. Grandfather, lesson it up. I can be around you, but for short periods of time. We was talking about yeah. the other day. You got about 30 good minutes with your dad before you, if you ain't working or doing something, it's time you, to go. It's time to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> about 30 good minutes. 30 good minutes. But if it ain't working, mom, 30 good minutes. Yeah. Now, with and trigger down to us, and I'm like, if you kiss me, I'm getting with my daughter at the park all the time. Yeah, we go to the park, but at the same time, she understand. Hey, dad, finna 
Yeah, I got some work to do. I, I can't play with you, Paul, today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not how it works. I can't play all day. Business got to be handled. It's work to be done. Now, if you want to come work, and come home. Yeah. Now, I got a son now that's different. You ain't really got a choice, son. Yeah, you come. Work. You got come come work because the expectations for you when you get older, you ain't judged by how you look. You judge by what you do. Yeah. She, hey, probably ain't you know this screen is beneficial for you to get up in and turn these bolts and bust your fingers up. It probably ain't. Yeah. If you want to do it, I, because I have to, I have to take on what right. the world bringing to us. Like, think about it like this. As a man, you get calluses on your hand from the work you do, kind of things like that. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine your woman having calluses like you? Like, uh, 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 like Hit you with the sandpaper back. Like, nah, don't, don't, don't touch me. No, I'm good. I'm good. It's like because as a man, you realize. Well, I would hope you realize we're not the same. You know as well as I do. Men and women are not the same, no matter how much people try to put them as the same. As a man, you know you gotta work. You're not gonna get it just by it, it's maybe it's less than 1% of men that could possibly finesse their way into not working at all. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. Yeah. Most men know, if I want it, I gotta go get it. As a lady, you know as well as I do, and I know somebody's going to be like, well, that, that shouldn't be that way. You know as well as I do. If you really want it, you can find some man to get it to you. Whether it's your father, whether it's your husband, boyfriend, sugar daddy, dude on the street, somebody will get that for you. Right. It was a uh, Speaking of, and I'm probably gonna move on after this. Speaking on that, to that like, it was a dude who was complaining. He was like, it doesn't make sense that a woman can hop online and just show some skin and make more than the people, you know, cracking up the concrete. I was like, it all sound good. They make a lot of sense right there. Mm-hmm. The thing about the thing that we don't recognize is the, the people cracking up the pavement is a band. So it's like, that's a double-edged sword, man. Yeah, I'm like, I can't tell. Like, if he want to spend his money on her and he value, they just show you the value of femininity. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm with these dudes. Like, hey, bro, I, I just want something soft and good, nice to look at. That's it. I'll pay for that. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I feel like mm-hmm. that, that 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 price range differs. It, it ain't they. If you look at it, they subscriptions like five twenty maybe. Yeah. But when you got 500 people paying you 5 and 20 as opposed to you getting your $20 an hour, you got 8 hours versus 500 subscribers, it's two different lanes. Yeah. <laughs> two different lanes. That's just like the person that, like, don't get me wrong, an engineer make good money. Yeah. But compared to NBA player, not even in the ballpark, not even close. I mean, the football, not even not, close. Not close. What as a red shirt on a football team? What you get paid like two hundred? Pay good money. Like you get paid good money. See that's just playing. Like you ain't even you on the practice squad. You ain't even out there in the like handling it like everybody else. But you still get paid good. So it's like yes, as an engineer, smart. You're 
you're great at your field, but your field is not that person's field. Your field doesn't build fans. You'll be like you'll have somebody who, oh man, the way you orchestrate that and put that together, man, that's amazing. Like mm -hmm. personally, I would learn that. I, I would learn that. So I might come and kick it with you, but the difference between me and, and, uh, and uh, Ray Lewis or LeBron James, like. The people sitting in the stands already came to terms with it. Mm -hmm. I can't do what you do, bro. I can't dunk. I'm five eight, bro. I can't dunk. <laughs> like six two and can't dunk. But I want to see you do this. <laughs> I want to see it. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Thousand people in the stands watch one man dunk yeah. versus a trillion people gonna use this building, but you only get paid one time. It's built. Yeah. So. It's just, it's just. I was gonna get paid every time somebody clicks on that video. Mm -hmm. Nigga, bro, how many dudes won't shoot at a female like this? Here? Bro, come on, bro. Uh, yeah, run of a bag of a. And, and that's the bad thing because it's like sixty percent of men they say really are not talking to women like that. Like you, like you, not even like. I know some people that were like really in the game, and then there were some people that were, oh, I was in the game playing, but they talked to a couple girls. Mm -hmm. There are sixty percent of men that ain't oh, even on the yeah. bench. Yeah. Like you ain't even in the league. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, well, you a spectator? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you a spectator? Just yeah. yeah, yeah. Over here paying mm -hmm. to see the people. Yeah, yeah. You wanna you you wanna be on the court without being on the court? I don't. Mm -hmm. It's like. It's like, it's like flag football. I want to, I want to score a touchdown. I just don't want to get hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just pull my flag. Yeah, pull my flag. <laughs> <laughs> no smoke. No smoke. I don't really want that. I do want to feel what it's like to score a touchdown. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I do want to see what she look like with no clothes on. But I'm afraid of rejection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me just pay you so you don't reject me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I prefer rejection. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell me no. Uh, we jumping in that you won't believe this, and you won't believe this is brought to you by. As always, love to shout out my beautiful wife. Love you, baby. Uh, check out her pages on Instagram and on Facebook. There's traces like mine. This is hair care product for black women, by black women, to help black women. You know, y'all always say the stores don't have a lot of things for black women. Check them out. Um, Yanni like mine. Ladies, if you don't know what your Yanni is, please look it up. It does not clean and it doesn't take care of itself. And Wasted Desires. These are, uh, go to WastedDesires.com. You can go on Instagram or you can go on Facebook to look them up. They have waist blades, ankles, bracelets, thigh chains, all of the different things you need to make that body look nice. Top notch. Uh, Tyler Bailey, luxury clothes by a luxury guy. When I say luxury, I do mean luxury. So, you know, the you price is the price. You're going to pay. It's just what it is. If you want good stuff, you got to pay for good stuff. And, it, and what he provides, you want to pay for D Mac, he's a barber. My cousin Mike, also known as Wiggly in these game spaces, he shoots a podcast called SOB. No, it is now. Okay, it's State of Being. State of Being. He's talking about getting out here in these communities and one, making your community a better place. Also, 
He's on the whole well-being kick right now, too. So check him out. You find him on, of course, Facebook and Instagram, all those spaces. But typically, the ideal space you go would be YouTube. Uh, outside of anybody you want to show some love to, show love to yourself. It don't matter. I mean, yeah, just check out my uh, training spaces. You know what I mean? Just hit me up on Instagram. It's Derek Kelsey. All together in those spaces and anything, all lowercase. Uh, y'all just hit me up and need any type of meal plan, meal prep, anything. Just uh, DM me. I'll get back with you. We definitely have spaces available. So I ain't going to lie. I used to work out with his man. <laughs> I hated working out with him, but I love working out with him because we had, what was it, 900 days where we had to do like 900 sit-ups. I'm like, hey, man, that's a solid program. Man, my stomach, uh, like, you ever had your stomach hurt so bad where you like, I don't want to move. I hate you. I hate everything. Like, don't get me wrong. You, you, uh, uh, I give him his props. He's a phenomenal trainer. I have to give him props on that. Um, A couple of people, like a couple of people he, he trained actually went off to college doing great things. Like, I still shout out my homeboy Spencer. It's like, Spencer, he does a lot of good stuff. If you don't know, he's at, he's at OSU or OU? He was at OSU, Oklahoma State, but now he's at Ole Miss. Oh, when did he go to Ole Miss? He just went down there. This is his last year. Okay, okay. But, honestly, his program is phenomenal, but you gonna work. I'm just let you know. Somewhere. On top of that, this program is really brought to you by something number four, DA People. That's us. You can find us on all your podcast networks and talking about your, your Stitcher. Your, we go through Anchor. So Anchor provides that service and it's used to anybody that you, you know, watch podcasts with. Uh, Find us on YouTube. If you throw podcast at the end, there's something, the number four, DA people, and type podcast. It's going to minimize those search results and get you to our page faster. If you know anybody who would benefit from what we're talking about, please send them on over. We would love to have them. Uh, like, share, subscribe. And if you're, gonna leave, if you're on the podcast side, if you're going to leave a review, a star review, five stars only, we prefer it that way. And if you don't feel like you can give us five stars, which is A-OK, it's fine. And you want to go find another podcast, go and be a member of, I ain't going to never hate you for doing what you need to do to better you. People I can better, I want to better them, and this is what I provide. This is the service. So, like I said, something, the number four, DA people, if you're on YouTube type podcast at the end. We're going to jump into the next Topic here. All right. Husband puts wife on TikTok because she stole twenty two thousand out of the joint account. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, okay. Here, here's my thing, and don't get me wrong. I, I partly kind of understood what she was thinking. But you thought wrong, baby. Like, you wrong. Like, $22,000. So, basically, how it comes in, how it starts off. The husband gets a notice in the mail stating that $22,000 is missing 
from the account. Mm-hmm. He goes in to confront his wife, and he's like, um, baby, why does it say that you have another account and you've taken $22,000 out of the account? Mm-hmm. Then the wife proceeds to say, well, we're in this together. And I'm like, I agree, y'all are in this together. Mm-hmm. Right. But $22,000, that's a hell of a together moment. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, so the wife is saying that that's just in case I have to make sure I protect myself. And she says that in case you leave me or something of that nature, this money is to make sure that I'm a, that I'm good because the husband says he doesn't want his wife to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm like, I could almost understand, hey, you know, I need money. And that's cool because I don't, if I'm the only provider, it's not my money and I'm giving you my money. You could be working, but since you're at home and I'm working, that's our money. So it's like, yes, but there should be a budget on here, but it's almost like you're self-sabotaging yourself because you took $22,000 out of somebody, uh, out of an account. It was in a joint account. Right, right. And you put in a private account for just you. So you stole from us. Yes. That's crazy. And I'm like, (laughs) $22,000? So she's over there the whole time, almost like, well, I ain't going to give it back, so what are you going to do about it? It's like, almost like you're poking the bear. Right. It's like, bruh, like, $22,000? It's like, maybe to a millionaire? Nah, it ain't that big of a deal. Yeah, but to anybody mm-hmm. else, else like the ninety five percent, yeah, I would say ninety five percent of the rest of the world, twenty two thousand dollars. Well, they need to also dive into the conversation that that's not being had. What put you in position to feel like I was gonna leave you? Then? Yeah, like what put you? What made you feel like I need to put myself? In survival mode around mm-hmm. do I not give you what you need? Like, what are the conversations you having with your homegirls telling them how horrible I am mm-hmm. that makes you feel like, oh, for me to be secure, I need to have this money set aside. Like, I won't provide for you. She right. those out. Because I know if I put you in a position where you ain't going to do no work, and I, I put you there. Right. So you think I'm not going to secure you if I, if this don't work? I'm going to get you. You're going to be right. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. I'm just if you in if you sitting up here in a position where you feel like this runs the risk of us falling apart, mm-hmm. this ain't gonna work. Cool. Tell me that up front. Then just say that all right. Don't don't go and steal from me to put a red flag up. Mm-hmm. So now I gotta be like, okay, do she? I, I understand that she may feel like she neglected. Right. But yeah. a neglected woman who comes to tell me that's one thing. Right. A neglected thief? Yeah. We neglect yeah. a lot of thieves all the time. It's called prison. Mm-hmm. Throw you right over there, you stay right there, and we're going to neglect you and run this world without you. Like, And the fact that you talk about, I'm not giving it back, or just going, like, I'm, I got to have this, I got to do this for me. Hey, live your life. The, the problem is, you think that twenty thousand dollars is what's gonna keep just gonna keep you afloat? Twenty thousand dollars all you need? Right. No, baby. Hey, 
I did like I understand. Uh, I think I understand where she was coming from. I don't know exactly, but okay. Yes, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of ladies and more than men that actually will be staying at home. And then, you know, you see them old movies like Waiting to Exhale, all that kind of stuff where the dude just took the money and just ran off or, oh, I got another woman, get out, like the Tyler Perry movies and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I I could see how you're worried about that. But if you were that worried about it, A, you should have talked to your man. B, why are you with that man? If I had to worry about you that bad, that's like if you knew your wife was a thought out here. She was wilding. And now all of a sudden y'all got married and you worried. Why did you marry her? Yeah, yeah if you knew it was possible she could be out here doing it again. But you know, that's she falling back on her stand like this is regular for me. I'm out here with multiple men. You want to tie down one woman as and that's been with multiple men, you gotta move a little different. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a lot, you know, what's the Adam 22 guy? Hey, bro, you know, she she's a porn star. Well he did, he just doubled down on oh, that's what you do. He found it in Celtics. I like I, I let me say this probably because I personally can't do it. But for him. <laughs> you a number. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, 
I know somebody gonna be like, oh well, why does it gotta be his bread? Because at that point in time, it's like <sighs> you separate yourself from the team. Yeah, like you, like we were on the team. The man gave her that card. He gave her access to. When you give access to your money, yeah, you know about the deep end. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm all the way in here. So yeah, however he reacts. Yeah, this is like handle your business. Like, <laughs> man. You better man than me because I was like, I, I don't see myself asking a question. And I do not believe in putting my hands on a woman. But for her to sit here and say, what you going to do about it? When I got hard evidence, when I got this, this is in your face and you still going to be like that with me, yeah, it's a problem. And, and, as, as, and I always think about that. I know we talk about equality and stuff, but that right there shows you it's not equal. Because any man, like, I love my brother to death. And I, I kill for my brother. But let my brother steal some money from me and then tell me what am I going to do about it. You know, first of all, he wouldn't say it because he know what happens when you say that. Like, two, two men say, yeah. what are you going to do about it? Yeah. You you must forget. This, that, that goes back to when I said, men don't do frenemies. Either you my friend or you my enemy. You ain't in between. Yeah. And on top of that, there's some emotional stability. But people people get it confused. They think emotional stability is I'm going to be this way all the time. No, no, no. My stability is for my friends, I'm here. Mm-hmm. For my enemies, I'm here. Once you decide to ask me what I'm going to do about it, mm-hmm. you saying in your stability for friends, Ain't even no space mm. for you to react out of line. Yeah, right. So what you gonna do? Oh, so let me just this how you said it. I'm gonna pull you out of it. It's like a Lego brick. I'm gonna pull you right out of that bracket, put yeah, you in that fuck you bracket. What do I do to somebody that I don't fuck with? Mm-hmm. Real quick, it can go though. It, mm-hmm. it don't take long, it can go though. Bruh, my uncle told me this one back in the day. He was like, um, it, this was in Tyler. He was like, oh, William's chicken. He was talking about dude got his head blown off over 50 cents. And he was like, and, and they asked dude, why you do that? He was like, it ain't even about the money. It's the principle. I'm like, for you to get killed over 50 cents? Bro, that's just like, once you want... <sighs> What people need to understand about dudes, and I hope that everybody really stability, predictability, and all that boring stuff, that's where you want a man at. Mm-hmm. When you know what, because it's like a gun. If you know the bullets ain't in the gun, it's it's a safe gun. Like, yeah. nobody gonna kill it. It's a toy. Yeah. When you're dealing with a man, the bullet's always in the chamber. The, the handler gotta know how you're dealing with, look, I know me going to this space ain't in my best interest. There's certain places I don't go and certain people I don't talk to because I know I'm always loaded, bro. Yeah. If, if somebody come at me left, I can go left. Real quick. My prop, the best maintenance I can do is preventative. Let me stay out your, let me get out of food. I'm going to get out your way, bro. Because mm-hmm. you're going to take me somewhere that I can't come back from. So let me ask you when I'm already left mentally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I already got a few issues. I already got 
issues. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying not to take my issues. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I already got, I already got some pent up childhood trauma. I've been waiting on load. I don't really talk to my therapist. <laughs> and that's it's why, uh, that's why, uh, that's why they always say when women fight. Okay, it's women fight. It's whatever. When men fight. Yeah. This is the, like, hey, uh, men don't usually get out there really fighting unless it's one of them. You know what? Because you know, it could lead to that moment. Somebody got to die here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, before I die, you going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, without question, I kill you real quick. I ain't got to be hood. I ain't got to be, you yeah. be the preppiest dude in the world. Before I let you kill me, yeah. I'm kill you. And we're gonna call it a day. So let's not get to this situation mm-hmm. because we know how this could go. Right. I don't I, you ain't even you ain't even in that lane, buddy. Right. You ain't my enemy, don't be my enemy. But you ain't my friend, don't worry about it. Right. But we're gonna go on to the next subject so we can keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who Lord? Uh get, get robbed and take it up. Mm-hmm. Uh you jumping into just so you know. Here's the question. Would you rather be happily married? Or rich and single, and how has that affected our generations? Anybody want to take this one first? Uh, I'm definitely gonna go with happily married, bro. It, I don't like going through life with nobody on the team. Mm-hmm. Like I need, so I need to know good, bad, and different. Somebody rocking with it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That, I, I said it before. It's the life. It's the lifetime subscription. Your cable company or your streaming platform wouldn't be what it is today if they didn't have people they can count on to renew that subscription all the time. Yeah. These these wish washy people. This I'm here for the. I'm here as long as the series here. As soon as that series gone, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those people who I'm here while there's money here. As soon as you go down bad, I'm out. But, that's a that's a crazy existence. That's real yeah. hard to deal with. I can't like it goes against my stability. Like I granted financially I'm stable, but when it comes to people wise, being that unstable, not knowing who I can trust, it goes to the Drake song. No new friends. Well, if I got rich before I got the quality of friends, every friend I'm gonna be like, I gotta question you, and I don't wanna have to question you. So if I but in order for me to do that, I gotta put a lot on the line if I'm gonna have to trust you. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I'm I'm up, I'm up a meal, and I'm like, all right, who I'm finna have around me? Mm-hmm. Now I gotta look at you different, because it's like, oh, well, you you stole from the store when we was kids, and we ain't really rocked that tough in the beginning. Right. But now you here every day. Yeah. It make it it make it difficult. I'm like, I don't really think I should have you around because I don't have to move, I don't move in circles where I got to steal from nobody. And you already shown that you can't, that's what you would do and put in that position. I'm the biggest thing in your life right now as far as finance. Mm-hmm. Your job ain't finna give you a minute, but you can knock me off and get a minute. You can rob me for a minute. You can take from me instantly. So no, we just saw an example. I I gave you the keys to the king. I gave you the accounts. I put you up in the house. I let you had a cush life, no issues, no problems. You went and found some problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a problem that I don't have the money in my account. Right. So our account ain't good. Your account's better than our account. Yeah. I, I'm rich, but I ain't got stable people around. I ain't got people. I ain't got 
ain't got subscriptions that's gonna renew. Because mm. I'm gonna get rid of you, and then I gotta go out here and try to find a better customer. And I'm like, you looking at me for for the the shows I got, but them shows they 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 operate in seasons. Mm. Eventually, that show gonna go off the TV. You not it's not gonna be here. And I know you don't feel like watching reruns all the time, mm. so you gonna leave me. Yeah, I need somebody who's here for. I, I don't care what you put on here, fam. I'm here because you provide this. Like you are what I'm here to see. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. That's why I want to marry. I don't. I don't want to definitely, definitely go happily married, bro. Because just like you were saying, bro, it's certain. Like it might be going a little too deep, but my granddad and my mom we say this all the time. When I was growing up, but the riches of this earth. These are things that I can't take with me. Yeah. But it's certain things, it's certain gems, little diamonds in the rough that I can leave behind if I leave or embed these principles and things into my children, into those around me. These type of things never go away. You know what I mean? So I would definitely, man, taking all that money, just like you said, just to have all these people around me because of that. Because now, what do I do when this is gone? Except for sit in this house by myself or this or that, you know what I mean? So, bro, I would take a a, a, a hard-working 12-hour whatever day and coming home to wife and kids or whoever, I'd take that all day rather than having all this money that I can, oh, I'm buying section, popping bottles, all this or that. None of this love is coming with me after the fact, you know what I mean? That's just like, um... They were talking about how everybody showing all these rappers and stuff, all this love. How are these boys getting all these streams and stuff after they're gone? That's so yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. And that shows you the love ain't there. But when the money is there, when bottles being popping out of weed smoking there, yeah, everybody vibing. But at the end of the day, if I lose this out right now, who's gonna help me build this again? Yeah. Right. I'll hundred percent agree with you, and we might as well make this unanimous because I would say happily married. Happily married, hands down, because it's not like we can't happily marry and we in this together. We could build riches. Mm-hmm. A lot of those great people actually built their empire with their spouse. That's why they spouse became their day one. Jeff Bezos, he he is one of the top three richest people in the world. Now, when him and his wife divorced, he gave her like. 90, what was it, like, almost $90 billion. It was so good. And he was like, because she's been down for me since day one. Uh We may not work out, but without her, I wouldn't be who I am. And we all know the value for a lot of women, which I wish more women would understand, is a real woman could push a man into the stratosphere, right? You can make a man think he could accomplish anything if you're a good, the right woman. So I'm like, if happily married, hey, bruh, oh, she gonna take care of me while I get home? I'm gonna be out here trying to get what we need, trying to do as much as possible because she's pushing you to that. So it's like whether we make a hundred thousand, a million dollars, or a trillion dollars, like that's gonna be with that happily ever after by my side. Versus, oh, I'm rich. 
I gotta worry about you stealing from me, you stealing from me. Oh, this person trying to use me for this money. Oh, well, she definitely give me some because I got this money. But what happened when this money goes? Oh, she gone. Or when she finds somebody with a bigger bank account. It's like, oh, all these different things. And the same with certain dudes. It's like, oh, he with you right now because, oh, you can help him out in bad times. But then, next thing I know, Oh, when good times start happening, it's like, oh, well, I don't need you no more. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like that one guy who gets with the girl during income tax time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I just need you to buy me the grand marquise, baby. <laughs> After I get that, now I'm rolling tough. You know what I'm saying? I can afford gas. I just couldn't afford a car. Right, right, right. Yeah. I got transaction done, baby. All right. I'm moving up. So now... I get the, the fine girl to put in the grand marquees that you feel like you paid for, but at the end of the day, you had, that's why I was there. Which one? You ain't, you ain't, lifelong subscription. I guarantee you, if it ain't income tax time and you met her, we both walking. Mm-hmm. I was walking, she was walking, we was both about to catch the bus. I said something. I was like, how can we make this work? Boom. Now, Income tax come now. We put instead of the grand marquees, we bought, we probably bought a, a Cadillac because I put my income tax with it. Right. I put your income tax with it. We both ride. I ain't trying to put nobody else in here. Right. It's us. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. different. Build, build a, don't be rich in finance and poor in relationships. Yeah, like it's just not it's not beneficial because you gaining all this to share with who you gaining all this to do. I don't care how many seats on a private jet. You only take up one. That's it. Yeah. So, get you a situation where, and and marriage might not be your speed, mm-hmm. but get you a core group that you know, hey, up, down, in, out, indifferent, whatever go on, they got so, long as I'm pouring into them, they pouring into me. That's why I believe men should go to the gym, have you have you a workout group, a group of men who just our oh, primary concern is our health and our body, fam. That's what we're yeah. working on today. I'm gonna go hit this gym. TK gonna be up there. Jeremy gonna be up there. We gonna hit these weights. We inviting y'all to come out. Come do this with us. You are gonna feel better because you get that stress off you from the week, and also you are gonna look better and you. Typically, when you feel better and look better, you do better. So now you got all that going on for you, but you also got a core group that's gonna hold you well accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, bro, we up here at the gym. Where you at? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that he can't. It ain't that he can't go in here and hit the gym by himself. It's not that he can't push it up on his own. He don't really need you right. for a spot. Drop five pounds. I'm still in the game. You got the fellowship. It's yeah. not the. We did this together. We mm-hmm. built us. Exactly. That's why we here. But. That's where it comes to generation, community. Yeah. Because look at it like this. A community of men could accomplish so many different things. If you look at the civil rights movement and all those kind of things, no one person accomplished any of that stuff by themselves. Mm-hmm. The fact that they could bring all those things in, and they were poor. None of them had bank like that. Mm-hmm. We got billionaires out here now, but we still ain't making real moves. Man, just think about the Montgomery bus boycott. Yeah, you mean to tell me we ain't uh, we ain't got but so many cars, but I'm willing to take my gas and take you to work mm-hmm. just so you don't get on that bus so, so they can fill us. Right. 
In fact, you know what? If your job closed, I'll from her. Hey, don't come pick me up. I'm gonna just walk. Go pick such so up. She a little bit further. We got, we built it together. Now it it, it works so well. And they was like, we need to pass legislation because they ain't gonna get on the bus on their own. We gotta pass legislation mm-hmm. to force them on the bus. So the customers you don't want because you push them to the back. Mm-hmm. Now you found out I need y'all because this y'all was the subscriber, the lifelong subscriber. Y'all due to the situation that we was placed in, y'all ain't the ones who can afford the cause to leave me behind. Yeah. So it forced you to look at us in a different light. Now, I need to cater to the people who putting on for me. Mm-hmm. They got to get to work. We it's a mutual relationship. My job is determined by you getting on this bus, and I can't force you to get on the bus. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Let me do right by you. Yeah. So, but that's the whole uh, life. Nowadays, people want to be rich so bad, and don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to be wealthy where they don't have to worry about things but the idea is that family that actual healthy marriage can make you feel better than any billionaire because there's so many people out here like oh i want to be rich don't get and don't get married don't have a person of trust or anything like that so at some point in time you have to realize what's better for you the money or happiness and on that note, I think we're going to leave it right there. Mm-hmm. This has been another episode of Something for the People. Y'all yeah, be easy. Oh, okay.